Welcome back to Red Zone DFS, everybody. I am Vinny, and I am going to be breaking down our top 10 fantasy running backs of 2022. So without further ado, uh, let the fighting commence. Here is my list for the top 10 backs to keep an eye on this year. Breaking at number 10, Elijah Mitchell. Look, this may seem like a bold pick, but this kid's a stud. Um, he's going to be the number one back in San Francisco, no doubt about it. And Kyle Shanahan will ride him. Um, there's some misconception that Kyle won't ride his running backs, that he's got this rotation, that he likes to mix and match different guys. That's just not true. When he's got a solid back and he's got a dude, he will pound that guy into the ground. Um, the only reason Debo Samuel started mixing in at running back last year was because Elijah Mitchell started dealing with injuries. You had Jeff Wilson that was hurt. Trey Sermon looked terrible. They didn't trust anyone behind Elijah Mitchell. So Debo by default started to get touches and Lo and behold, he turned out to be their best running back, but he is going to be more at receiver this year. Yeah, he's going to mix in a little bit, but this is Elijah's show. Make no doubt about it. Uh, mo no bones about it. He was top five in rushing yards per game last season and eighth in total rushing yards in just 10 games that he started. This team's going to rely heavily on the run game early with Trey Lance. Um, he could be a huge, huge fantasy asset this year for you. So if you see Elijah Mitchell there in rounds three, four, five, I would jump all over him um, because it could be the difference for you. Moving on to number nine, Nick Chubb. Uh, I'm expecting Cleveland to ride the running game this year. They kind of have to, right? Uh, with the uncertainty in the quarterback position, we don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun. With Deshaun, Kareem Hunt has requested a trade. Who knows what's going to happen there? Um, but he's already getting insane volume and insane production uh, with Kareem Hunt in the mix. Yeah, I know it's frustrating that Kareem steals some of the uh, pass catching downs steal some of the touchdowns from you. But um, if Kareem Hunt gets traded, we're going to see monster volume from the Chubby. Uh, he was already second in the league last year in rushing yards, um, and you have to expect more of the same, right? So um, I love some Nick Chubb, number nine for me. Uh, moving on to number eight, he's back, Saquon Barkley. Uh, he probably makes the training camp all hype team uh, for 2022. If you've seen all the videos out there in social media and everybody, uh, all over his jock, but in all seriousness, he finally looks healthy and explosive again. Um, and let's be honest, he's a top five talent uh, when he's healthy and rock and rolling. So um, if his team was better, he'd be much higher than this for me. Um, his team's going to be terrible, but they finally have a real coach there in Brian Dayball. He's offensive minded. He's going to learn and figure out a way to use Saquon and get this guy 20 to 25 plus touches a game. Um, he's going to catch 50 plus balls for you. Um, they're going to use him in the screens out of the backfield and in, in the route tree. So I love Saquon Barkley being that he's, if he stays healthy, um, I have him ranked number eighth right now, but he could very well end up as a top five back uh, if he can stay healthy all year. So Saquon number eight, moving on to number seven, Najee Harris. Uh, look, Pittsburgh rode Najee last year and that was everybody's big concern, right? He had almost 400 total touches of the football last year. Uh, 1600 yards. Their quarterback situation didn't get any better, but I don't think it really got much worse either. Like Roethlisberger was just a name, um, but basically a walking tackling dummy out there last year. Um, I don't see any reason that Mitch Trubisky or Kenny Pickett's not going to throw Najee the ball as much as they did last year. Um, so I don't expect anything less than last year. Uh, the offensive line, yeah, they didn't make any massive upgrades, but they should be a little bit improved. Um, you know, they've got the receivers out there, obviously, that should help prevent at least a little bit of Trubisky 
can show some signs of life without having to see eight men boxes. So, you know, they're going to continue to ride Najee. They spent a first round pick on him. Um, he's their dude. He is their best player on offense, in my opinion. Um, he looks like he's bulked up a little bit. He's going to be fine, and they are going to give him a ton of touches. So Najee Harris at number seven for me. Um, number six, Dalvin Cook. Look, it's another back that just needs to stay healthy. Dalvin's the full package. Uh, he's obviously a three-down back there. I know they got Alexander Madison and some other dudes um, that do mix in, but he's the clear number one there at Minnesota when he's healthy. Um, he had 250 carries last year, 1,100 yards on the ground in just 13 games. Um, if he plays, you know, 16, 17 games for them, he could very well end up at 13, 1,500 yards uh, this season. Um, you mix in the touchdowns and bam, you got yourself a pretty damn good running back uh, with Dalvin Cook. So I think Minnesota is going to be much improved with Green Bay probably taking a step back. Chicago's looks like they're going to be terrible. Uh, and Detroit, you know, who knows what's going to happen there. Uh, there's only so many kneecaps out there you can bite. So um, I have no fears about Dalvin Cook. Again, fingers crossed he can stay healthy because he's a dude uh, for sure. So he's my number six back to watch this year. Number five, Joe Mixon. Uh Look, he's a guy that just completely like flies under the radar. And a lot of that is because Burrow and Chase and all those guys are high flying and they get a lot of the pub. But Joe Mixon uh, had 1,200 yards last season on the ground with almost 300 carries and 16 total touchdowns. Um, he's a massive, massive part of that offense. Uh, very similar to Austin Eckler, who we'll get to. Uh, but he should have one of the best offenses around him, which will allow him to see soft rushing defenses, light boxes, meaning he will not see uh, – linebackers and safeties creeping up to give that eight man box because they're so terrified of Jamar chase uh, T Higgins and Tyler Boyd and all those guys. So he's got the opportunity to see very light rushing defenses this year. Uh, and Joe Mixon, uh, I have him as my number five back going into this season. Number four, Austin Eckler. Uh, he caught 70 passes last season, which is absolutely insane. Um, he went over 1500 total scrimmage yards and 20 touchdowns, which is just bananas. Um, again, similar to Mixon, he's going to see very light rushing defenses, uh, in terms of the, the alignment and the boxes. Um, so yeah, Austin Eckler is a top five back for sure this year. Um, they're going to use him as the primary back. He's going to catch a ton of balls. Um, and again, with so many teams afraid of Herbert, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, um, you know, he should see a ton of usage and have a lot of success this season. So, I, re I expect Austin Eckler to repeat um, as a dude, number four, Austin Eckler. Moving on to number three here, the return of CMC. Let's hope and pray that he can stay healthy, uh, like a lot of these guys. Kind of interesting. But uh, if he can stay healthy, I mean, we forget how good Christian McCaffrey is when he is healthy. Um, he's one of the best players in the league, not just running backs. One of the most explosive guys in the league with the ball in his hands. Um, Carolina should be improved. They used their first-round pick on an offensive lineman should help in the running game. The quarterback situation hopefully will be a little bit better, but um, there's also rumors he's going to be used all over the place this year. Uh, slot receiver, they're going to be using him um, in a bunch of different ways. So being that he's the focal point of that offense, uh, I think you got to take a chance at, on him, you know, early in the top five, if he's there, uh, because if he's healthy, he's one of the few guys with RB one upside uh, in fantasy football, no doubt about it. Moving on to number two, Look, everybody's downgrading this guy. Uh, they keep talking that all these statistics and 
uh, in history, you know, these guys fall off a cliff. He's taken too much of a beating over the years. Someone can't handle this much volume. Stop with that. Until I see Derrick Henry take a step backwards, I, I'm not fading him. There's just no way I'm doing it. Uh, this guy finished top 10 in attempts and yards in only eight games last year. Um, we talk about the injury thing. He had a freak injury, a broken bone in his foot. You know, it wasn't like a lingering hamstring or this guy's had uh, lingering is- you know, injuries his whole career. Uh, Derrick Henry is a freak. Like he is not like any running back we've seen in a very long time. Um, and the amount of usage that he gets, like take A.J. Brown out of that offense He's only going to get more usage this year. So um, the entire offense is built around him. We know what they do. He's going to get the rock 30 plus times a game. He actually catches passes out of the backfield as well. Um, He's my number two back uh, and probably one B for me, to be totally honest. In that weak division, I love Derrick Henry. Um, I may be wrong on this, but if everyone's going to fade him, I'll happily swim upstream and take another shot on him as a top three pick this year in fantasy football. And then number one, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, no surprise here. Obviously, um, he led the league in carries, yards, rushing touchdowns. Um, he's really the clear cut back there. Um, you know, I know you got Mac there uh, to take some of the receiving duties off of his plate. But as we saw, Jonathan Taylor started catching passes last year. So he is one of the main and key three down backs in the league. The offense is built around him. He's now got Matt Ryan uh, to kind of hopefully open some things up. I don't think he's quite as washed as when we saw Phillip Rivers there. Um, So that alone should help him um, being able to loosen up the defense a little bit. And again, like we talked about, Derrick Henry plays in a pretty weak division uh, with Jacksonville and Houston. I think Jonathan Taylor is going to just absolutely have a monster season again. Um, And you should definitely, if you have the number one pick, take Jonathan Taylor. So that pretty much wraps up my top 10 backs for 2022. Uh, I know you're probably yelling at the screen that there's two guys specifically that I left off this year. Um, The notables that are missing that I know, again, it's going to piss some people off, but I really don't care. Number one, Alvin Kamara. Look, I really don't know what to expect in New Orleans uh, in terms of the offense. He's already downgraded with Jameis not targeting the running back position like Breeze used to do. So right there is a downgrade. They lost their best offensive lineman this year in free agency. They lost their head coach and play caller. Michael Thomas is back. They also added Jarvis uh, Jarvis Landry and Chris Olave. That's a lot going on in that offense. Look, Alvin Kamara is still a really, really talented player. It would not shock me to see him have a top 10 fantasy running back season, but I think there's some other guys that are just primed and on paper look like they're going to have a higher projection. Um, Oh, and Alvin Kamara may be getting suspended at some point this season. So we have that going for us. So, yes, I have Alvin Kamara as of today outside of my top 10. And then moving on, the other guy that I'm sure everybody's freaking out about is Javante Williams. Look, he's an incredible talent. He's going to have his time. He is going to be a top 10, maybe even a top five back here pretty quickly in this league. But I just can't put him in the top 10 yet. Um, We are going to see probably less rushing out of this team this year for Denver. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett, obviously, he's got Russell Wilson now. This offense is going to become more balanced than what we saw with Vic Fangio and just the run it 50 times a game offense that Denver has had. Um, He's still very much in a running back split with Melvin Gordon. You can tell me anything you want in terms of what we see in training camp or what it should be, but they re-signed Melvin Gordon. They brought him back and they didn't do that to just sit there on the bench and back up Javante. Melvin's going to play and Melvin's going to take snaps. Uh, So 
Let's stop pretending that they're not in a running back split. Um, that they're going to need to score points. And with, again, with Russ in town, they're going to have to compete with Vegas, LA, Kansas city and division. Um, I love Javante, but I can't put him in a top 10 back position right now. Um, again, I hope he surprised me. I love Javante Williams. I think he's going to be an absolute stud and star, but how it sits right now, he's not in my top 10 running backs this season. So feel free to send me all of your hate mail, uh, drop us a comment, subscribe, plenty more to come. And until next time, talk to you later.